Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl Besner, your dating coach and founder of Solo in the City. And today I am so happy once again to have with me Anne-Marie Duprat. She is a comedian. She is the host of her own show by the same name as her book, Ma Vie Amoureuse de Marde. And in English, my crappy love life. So welcome back, Anne-Marie. Thanks for having me again. I'm so glad to still be here with you, Cheryl. So My Crappy Love Life, that's all about what the show is today. And it's going to be a lot of fun because we have two people joining us later on. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Oh, exciting. Because everybody's had a crappy love life at some point, right? Uh, You have to at some point. And it's the best way to enjoy not having one, actually. (laughs) So thank God for that. (laughs) Yeah, and I I do want to stop also. um, Today is kind of like a very special day for me because last week was the one-year anniversary that I was on air. It was 52 weeks was yeah. the last one. So we're starting a whole year again. Like nice. this is the 53rd edition. I can't believe we did one a whole week year. every single year. It's been an incredible journey. And, you know, when you get back into the dating world and, you know, you come from a long-term relationship and you have to kind of put your whole world back together again, different than it was, right? You really have to step out of your comfort zone. Yes. Big time, right? Big time. Huge. And, and, you know, and it's crappy sometimes, right? Yes, it is. It is. (laughs) Not just our love life that's crappy. It's other things about it. And for me, even starting this show was really about stepping out of my comfort zone. I mean, I never thought Mm -hmm. I would be doing this every week and and sharing my experiences and putting it out there with the things that I've come to understand and um, incorporate into my everyday existence, starting with, you know, really loving who I am and what I've created and being proud of it. And look at you, a year after that, still doing it and enjoying it. it. Yeah, but you know what it is? I love it because I meet people every day on the street and I'm, you know, I'm sure like yourself, you know, this week actually I met a woman um, from my community. Uh, I haven't seen her in a long time and she's also from a divorce situation and she said, you know what, I so admire what you've created for yourself again and uh, this group of women she was talking about mm-hmm. was saying, you know, we're all single again and we're all trying to figure out how to do just that. Yeah. And that's what really Solo in the City in 365 Days, which was my original blog, yeah. is all about. Yeah. It was about rediscovering who I am because we have to be me before we can be a we. Yeah. Right. And um, it's been an incredible, incredible journey. It's so nice to see how, how you can touch people with your stories and how it affects them. I get that too a lot because I have my uh, fan page on Facebook and I'm like at 16,000 uh, fans and not a- all of them write me, but a lot write me like every day or almost every day. I have people writing me, mostly women, and actually saying the same thing, just thanking me for being there and for sharing. And it's it's such a way for them to let them know that you are not alone and what you are living right now I've been through and look at me I survived and right. I'm going to help you survive this so to me this is the best gift ever just to know that we reach people and we actually can 
maybe just change a little thing in their life. That's awesome. That's it. It's all about the dialogue and the yeah. communication. You know, and even on the way to the show today, I was talking with my producer, Lara, and talking about the fact that this is what Solo in the City is about. Mm-hmm. It's about what is out there for us, what is out there for us to share with each other, what yeah. is out there for us to enjoy with each other within, you know, the social calendar that we talk about. And the people that can help us get and overcome certain challenges. Yeah. And, and that's really what I always felt was my my part in this was, yeah. you know, not to be just, you know, a, a dating coach, and but really to be the person who can help you find different ways to explore what it is that you want to live within your love style yeah. and about yourself and tools in which, you know, you can improve certain skills that we might need to get out there and interact with people and meet new people. So, you know, everybody out there, that's what Solo in the City is all about. Mm -hmm. This is a platform for us all to share and explore. And at the end of every show, if you can walk away with one thing that touched you that you can work on or embrace or want to understand more about yourself, that's what Solo in the City is all about. And that's what we hope to do and continue doing in year two. Yay! Yay. Many years to come, I sure hope so. Maybe I'll be here for the second anniversary and the tenth. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? It's so much fun because it's been great, you know, every month having a different Mm -hmm. co-host and and you brought something else to it. And and today, this really is a celebration of you. Um, Thank you. Because this is, you know, how, you know, I met you. Yeah, through through my book. Through your book. And loving the fact that you shared so much of your story and your story is great and it's about your your love life. Yeah, which was pretty crappy. Yes. <laughs> and very colorful also, right? Yeah. Because you've been in love with men and you've been in love with women. Also, right? yeah, I'm a bisexual. So yeah. I've been uh, it, it, it's a fun thing to to um, to have shared that because when guys talk to me about dating, I actually can be in their point of view because I dated women too and I know how hard it can be to date a woman. I, I do appreciate the fact that sometimes <laughs> women are so complicated because I had girlfriends and oh my god that's a whole other story but I can put myself in everybody's shoes or almost but the, the whole point of my book was please don't let this crap thing that happened to me just be worthless. I need to share this just to make sure that maybe some other women won't have to go through the hell I went through. And I think it's kind of working. And that to me is just the best pay ever. Yeah, no, and that's what it all is for me too. You know, it's about understanding where I came from. And and also, you know, we all have our fears. And I have to say, I'm after three years, you know, 365 days to find love was a year. And then two years really in Seoul in the city and Mm -hmm. finding my way in this whole thing. I think I'm pretty fearless. Like, I don't think there's too much out there that can can yeah. scare me anymore. And you know what I've realized is to get to the other side, you just got to go through it. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where people, they, they sometimes we get to a place where we're fearful and then we go, okay, I'm going to sidestep this a little bit. But what happens is you don't move forward. You just keep sidestepping yeah. and sidestepping. And sooner or later, you realize you are not. You know, you're not progressing. No, you're just standing there and just being scared of being scared at some point. So the, getting out of the comfort zone is probably the most difficult part. But it's so important because, as you say, after that, you just keep on growing, getting so much stronger that then you don't fear anything anymore or barely, you know. So you need to step out of that comfort zone. And you're proof that, you know, when you do so, look at you where you are, you are now 
And it's the same thing with a single life, I think. Well, and well, because when you're going through the divorce and and you've got your children and everything, there's a lot of fears there, and I understand yeah, of it. So you, you know what? It's scary. Um, it is scary, but the benefit of owning who you are and then not being afraid yeah. to go back into a relationship. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was watching Jimmy Fallon this week and Carmen Diaz was on it and she just launched a new book, a mm-hmm. longevity book. Yeah. And uh, she was saying, and studies have shown, that people who are in happy relationships live seven and a half years longer. That's seven years. You know, that's you know, a lot. That's a lot of, of extra life to be, you know, living happily. And, um, and I think that no matter where we are, and especially... Tell me if I'm wrong. When you have that crappy love life mm-hmm. going on, you get afraid to do it again. Of course. Right? You're traumatized. You're traumatized. And people go, well, I'm okay being single. And the truth is, no, you're not. Maybe you are for a while, but at some point you will want to share that life with somebody uh, special. 100%. And, and you're right. At the, at the beginning, you do need to be alone for yes, a while. You, you have must. to figure yourself you out again. But then, I'm sorry. Everybody likes yeah. to have somebody. I yeah. mean, it's somebody to witness your life, right? So that's what we're all about here. We're about relating, dating, and mating. Um, we're going to be talking about our crappy love lives um, <laughs> with a great panel that's going to be yes. joining us uh, for the rest of the show. I'm really excited to introduce them to find out who they are. Stay tuned. Coming up next, our crappy love life. Wait till you hear the stories that are coming up for you. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJ 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City with my co-host today again, Anne-Marie Duprat. I'm growing on you. I'm still here. You are. You are. <laughs> and you know what? You're going to be back more and more and more. Well, I sure hope so. Because <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun, and especially with this English-French thing. I mean, yes. I, I love this. I right? love it, too. Yeah, we're Welcome to Montreal. To... Welcome to Montreal. And my <laughs> love life is very much English-French. So I, know. I know. I know. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Anyway, let's get to this round table because today we're going to be talking about our crappy love lives and yeah. also how to improve our crappy love lives. And with us today, these are two friends of yours, yes. actually, right? So it's a lot of fun. We have Marc Boulard joining us. Yes. He's an author. Yes, he is an he's author. He's got several books out there, right? Mm-hmm. One of them was, um, Moi, si j'étais une fille. Yeah, which barely means if I was a girl. If I was a girl. But he's not a girl. I can uh, assure you he's a true man. Oh, no, he's all man. He's sitting here in yeah. studio with us. And also... Uh, Mark, welcome to the show. Hello, and this is my first uh, radio in English. Oh, well, and with my little little accent, as you can see, we it's like very the accent. Nice. It's 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 great. It's, it's, it's sexy. It's very sexy. Yeah, <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. And also, you are a creator of a dating site here. It's, yeah, right. Which um, is Montclasseur. That's com, it. Right? It would uh, be um, in English. It would be myfilefolder.com. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like um, it was to, in 2004. We launched it, and uh, it, it still is the only funny, humoristic website. You know, nothing serious about that, and that made the success that we had since uh, all those years. It's amazing. It's, it's funny, you know. So you you open a file, and uh, it's all all the office. We're world. gonna get into. We're gonna get yeah. into that whole dating because I, I really want to introduce also our other panelists here and um, Anne-Marie Deschamps. Uh, Annie. Uh, sorry, Annie. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm thinking Anne-Marie, that's you, okay? <laughs> and this is your counterpart, right, in your yeah, show? Yeah, I used to call her I'm... my wife, actually. You did, eh? Yes. 
Me too, so that's a problem. <laughs> then we have a problem. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about this, okay? Because you also are very successful. First of all, welcome to the show, Anne. <laughs> Thank you. And um, you know what? I, I want to talk a little bit because you come from a family background within the entertainment industry as well. Right. right. So right. I, the I... Power couple. Yeah, I grew up in Westmount with a dad from uh, lower Westmount, Saint-Henri, and uh, my mom's from Toronto. And so, we're, we're, well, we're talking here about the power couple Yvonne Deschamps and as well Julie Richards she's a Judy. song uh, Judy Richards sorry mm -hmm. we're talking about Judy Richards the songstress and uh, both very very creative and look at you I mean amazing what you're doing with Anne-Marie on your <laughs> show together yay Mon ami. Huh? <laughs> yeah we, we, we actually did the book together she helped me write it and she is the one who translated the, the book in English. So thanks to her, the book is as funny as in, in English as it was in French, and it's soon to be launched, and I'm so glad that she did this because it was such an amount of work, but it's almost funnier than the, the, one, I actu the one I actually wrote in French. <laughs> Maybe a little less clever, though. I got to say Anne-Marie has a really great... Um uh, metaphor. Uh, she's great with metaphors and style and stuff. I'm more of a off-the-cuff kind of person, so the rhythm is a little different, but I think everyone's going to really, really love the book. Yeah. It's it very cultural, you know, because yeah. the Anne-Marie stories in French... For the French people, it's very sad, and but for the English people, it's very funny. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's cultural. It's not only just the world. And I, I think that's a, that's very true, right? Because a lot of the things that we write or we we talk about in English, when you translate it into French, it does have to. You know, the humor has to change, yeah, right? It like I, I, work. I understand that. Very, yeah, that's very... why I have to translate the book actually, because. I I know exactly all the stories and yeah. what goes on. I know what to cut and what to change, uh, because certain different aspects of the stories will will be better in English than it wouldn't work in French. Even yeah. though that sounds completely insane, it was important to be very close to her. To be yeah. able you, to you cut everything it. where you were involved. This is <laughs> okay, so that. so let's get down to the, really the brass tacks about this book. What about your love life? made you identify with a crappy love life. Well, Tell us something about yourself people, and that. People from the exterior thought Anne-Marie had a really crappy love life because she had a series of monogamous relationships that really didn't work out, and it was a big up and down. And whereas for me, I wanted to tell people in the book that sometimes when you're married... It's just as bad. Um, or worse. <laughs> Seriously. When well, I, that, that's why there happens to be 50% divorce rate out yeah, there. I exactly. mean, let's face it. That's what the show is, is based on is my, I won't say crappy love life because it wasn't, <laughs> but I definitely experienced certain Difficult. things within my relationship, certain challenges mm -hmm. that just couldn't be overcome. Yeah. yeah. Right? So go on with what you were saying. Well, so when I was 20, um, I was a ballerina and I got hurt and I decided I didn't want to be a ballerina anymore because chips are really good. <laughs> and um, so I went to learn Spanish uh, in Mexico and um, did that. And then I went out once and woke up pregnant next to a Mexican man. Surprise! Uh, okay. Um, and when you <laughs> marry a Mexican man, his mother comes with him to your house forever. So that's that's how that started. Well, that, that's part of being having a crappy sex life, too, not oh, just yeah. love life, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, basically, I was 21, married to a guy I didn't know who didn't want to live here in Canada, which I got to say, everyone would want to live in yeah. Canada, I would think, even though it's really hot there. There are no jobs. Hello. <laughs> that should have been a clue, a clue for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, so we have three kids now, and our kids are really amazing, which is the only thing that is good out of this entire thing. You're listening, by the way, to Annie Deschamps. She is the co-writer, along with Anne-Brie Duprat, on the book, Ma vie amoureuse de Marde. And as well, we're in studio with Marc. He is joining us as well as an expert in many aspects the of the Canadian dating world. The only Canadian expert on the dating scene. This is all... Um, He's the one. Yeah. Well, the only... French Canadian one with an app all about dating, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I did everything in that field. You know, I'm, I did the You've website, done TV. the books, and I, I was known here in TV for uh, making uh, all those uh, little skits uh, with my friend on TV. Yeah. Uh, online, and very online funny. Coaching. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Online coaching and conferences, too. Everything. Yeah. Everything. I did, I did. You, you know, it's like. Well, maybe you have to do more. Right? Well, I'm doing more. I mean, more the people of, of Quebec, things. we need you. We need you. We, we need we need advice on this. So, tell us a little bit about your crappy love life. Well, my, my, I don't have a crappy love life because this is, and it's very. At one point, you never had a crappy. Well, love life? Well, you know what? It depends what you because it's not a universal concept. What is crappy about the love life? I mean, if you say that a very good love life is being married and all that. That is one definition. You can be single and having, like me, a superb love life. Yeah. Which right? means that you 100%. are happy with the life you are having and the relation you have uh, with uh, girls with or without an S at the end of the world, you know? Yeah. So, a bit, but this is exactly that. And uh, my field, like if I'm speaking like an expert, but my field is not about being happy as a couple or nothing. I never spoke about that. Mm -hmm. My field is dating, which means... How do you optimize the first moment of any kind of encounters? It can be business. Mm -hmm. It can be personal. It can be with somebody, uh, a coworker. you know. All this is very, very interesting. It's a whole universe in itself. Very and similar. Okay, exactly. optimize. I like that word, optimize. So, because it's kind of clinical in a way, yeah, right? Yeah, in a way. But so optimization of that. How would you describe the best way you would advise somebody to optimize that well, on that first meeting. Actually, I'm writing another book, which called in French, Soyez Compris. Right. It means... Uh, be understood. Be yeah, understood. exactly. Be, be understood, exactly. And I discovered, doing my research and my other lecture about that and all this, I, I, we, we always work backward. When we meet someone, we think that we have to sell ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the truth is that when you meet someone, you have to have the best listening abilities because when you do so the person in front of you is opening her or himself and then you can have a real communication so the key is way more listening than talking there's actually a sentence that Mark used to say a lot and I, that I, I quote in my conferences and I think I, I said something about it in the book too and he said guys you're uh, doing this mistake all over uh, all the time is when you're on a date you're thinking that the girl wants you to be interesting. What she really wants you is to be interested. And this is the basic. Yeah. To me, this is the catchy sentence. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is a million dollars. Well, we often, we often, I, I, when I'm working with people and discussing that, I, it's interesting because I always say to the woman, 
ask questions, let the man talk. You know, like they mm-hmm. want to, um, you know, put it out there. They want to be understood. They want to be heard. So, and it's super universal. Whenever you meet someone, I've gotten a lot of people to tell me, "You are such a great conversationalist," <laughs> and I did not say anything. Yeah, yeah. I was really interested listening. in the person yeah. and listening. Go. Yeah, no, it's it's very important, and and I think that's one of the things when we talk about communication. Everybody thinks that they have to be the one talking all the yeah. time, and they have to be the one to listen sometimes but then there is the balance because if you tell both the man and the woman listen then their, their panic is well well then who's talking if we're yeah. all listening right yeah and uh, and the other thing is one of the reason why somebody can be a little bit too much silent yeah. is a lack of confidence yeah. right so we're going to we're going to talk about more about this because this is a great conversation um, there's lots going on here about our crappy love life you're listening to solo in the city on CJAD 800 Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City with my co-host, Anne-Marie Duprat. And we're also being joined in studio once again by Marc Bouillard. He is author. He is TV host. He is also the creator of a fantastic dating app developed for 18 to 25 year olds as well we're being uh, joined with by Annie Deschamps who also co-wrote yeah. the book with you Anne-Marie yeah. Duprat so let's get going everybody because this conversation <laughs> was too great because we were talking about how to actually improve your crappy love life by learning how to communicate right and during, that's, the that's the basic of it so yeah. what happens to people sit down and how can they blow it how can they really blow that initial meeting with somebody? Well, there is questions that are uh, just uncomfortable questions. For most of people, um, especially for uh, women, they don't like to put in the first minutes of a discussion what they are doing in life as a work or, or things like that because they are usually more balanced than guys about that. And but uh, but uh, funny because most men feel, um, when I've talked to gentlemen, that women often ask them that question and they don't like it because they feel that they're being sized up for how much money they earn mm. and their status, right? So basically we're saying nobody really likes that, the, right? The, the, the first thing is, the first principle is to uh, never forget that we always think that people think like we do, which is a problem. Because they ex- don't. Exactly. <laughs> no, but it's true. In, in your example, it's exactly that. I mean, the, the girl is just asking question because she's interested, but also to make the guy speak about himself, about normally a subject that he likes, name his work. And then this guy is saying, does she want to know how much I yeah. earn or what? So you have to be very generic about the first question that you are entering to, which can be anything about... What's the holiday that you had recently? What about your kids? Do you have no? Okay, if it's no, you don't go there anymore. You don't ask if she wants to have or things that are too heavy or can be perceived as heavy questions. This is as simple as you want to keep it light, but still kind of personal to let them know that this makes me different from all the other girls in the restaurant. You know. So what what are some of the things that you opened with Annie on something? Well, you know what? When when I met my husband, I thought that I would do the right thing and tell him right away all of my flaws. Um, (laughs) What I did not uh, understand was that he was not listening to me. Um, 
So I actually don't know, but what I learned was from the book, Anne-Marie um, wrote the Ten Commandments of the first date and all the stuff that you shouldn't do. And I think that she's right with a lot of stuff. You don't talk about your exes. Oh, you yeah, big no Definitely no. big no. Definitely. You don't talk specifically about your kids and, and uh, what they do. You know, my kid got locked in the bathroom because she found... No, no, you don't. No, this, this is adult time. And you, I guess you keep it light. You ask questions and things, and you, you, you know, try to dress in a way that your mother wouldn't be super embarrassed about. Okay. And I think mo the, the the biggest problem is that most people go on a date thinking this might be the one. They put oh, so yeah. much pressure 100%. on themselves thinking maybe this is the one I'm going to marry and end up with. Maybe not. You know, there's one chance in like a thousand. I was going to say is... chances are not. Exactly. You know, on, But on when you day. have that kind of minding... There is so much going on in your head that you're not really being true to yourself because you have so much pressure, like you're on a TV show or something. So you have to let go of that and just think, okay, I'm going to uh, meet someone. Chances are this is not going to go anywhere, but maybe it's just going to be nice. Maybe it's just going to be a new friend. Maybe he knows someone. Maybe I'm just going to have coffee and go back to, to my place. Who cares? But just the pressure, we need to relieve that pressure because it makes us go crazy and the hamsters are just going crazy in the head and then, and then the wheel starts spinning and the hamster doesn't know how to get off that yeah. wheel, right? Yeah. So the, the problem is that for, and, and it, it's more, let's admit it, it's more a, a, a woman problems than yeah. a guy problem at that stage is to project uh, What would it be in three or five years? You know, what is this? I mean, nobody likes when you go to an interview for a job. Nobody liked the eternal question, where mm -hmm. do you see yourself in five years? You know, right. so don't do the same when you are with someone because it can sound the same about you are projecting and seeing that is he the right guy for that? I mean, here and now, this is the best advice is to, to, to be interested right here. And right now, and I think it's a very good comparison to uh, with the job thing because you, we all know that you have to send like ten CVs to get maybe one phone call back. You know uh, what Annie was saying about the flaws. When you go for an inter interview for a job, you're not gonna say up front, "Well, you know, I'm late once a week and uh, I have bad <laughs> breath," and you won't yeah, because you want to have the job. So yeah. why would you do that on a date? It's kind of the same thing. But what you want is the love job, you know. And if you don't get it, there are other jobs out there. You know, it's no biggie. Just leave off the pressure and just. Go with the flow, you know? And that's why we also talk about always going on a short date, the first one, you know, keep always. it 45 minutes, keep it light, keep it interesting. What are your passions? What are, you know, what do you like to do on a Sunday morning? Like keep it, keep it interesting, keep it moving and then get out because honestly, 45, 45 minutes should be your pre-date yeah. because it really should be a pre-date. It's kind of like submitting yeah. your, your CV or talking about yes. a job interview, yeah. your CV. Now we're, we're being joined again by Marc Bouillard, um, author, TV host and creator of Mon Classeur as well as Annie Deschamps. You can't see it on the radio, but they're both so handsome. Uh, yeah, very, very handsome. I know. Neither, of you, neither of you have I'm the face. Handsome. Handsome. You don't. You. you don't have the face for radio, guys. I mean, <laughs> you have the face for but TV. We You're beautiful. You. Or the hair. Oh, the hair. The hair. Sure, I, don't have radio hair. I know, right? I know. Well, that's a trick, by the way. Okay, love life dates. Here's what you do. 45 minutes, you decide you meet for a coffee outside on a terrace. If it's summertime, you wear a great jacket. Make sure your hair is good and glasses and you're good to go. Yeah. You don't, it doesn't take a long time to prepare for that, right? Good glasses, a coat, and keep clean hair. Keep it simple. Keep it simple and keep the conversation. This is so funny simple. that you are saying that because I call this, all guys have what we call the radar. 
we go really? yeah totally i mean it's so funny to 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 hear a girl saying oh my god how come he, he just find me beautiful with my hairdo like that i mean we go through your clothes <laughs> we go we we pierce with our eyes anything good or bad that you think that you are showing off you know we can see what you really looks i mean whatever the the the, the makeup or this is not true this is not true well in the end you, you're not going to date the makeup You're dating the woman. Not at all. Right? Not at That's all. what you have to get down to. Exactly. The brass I mean, we can see it. what is a beautiful girl or not. I mean, yeah. if you're not beautiful, I'm sorry, but it's not because you put more or a little bit less of so mascara. So you're saying it doesn't matter um, if we get super made up or glammed up. It doesn't up, matter really, because, you, because you can see what's inside that's anyway. That's it. I mean, exactly. No, they, it's you not. You want to no, no, see. No, 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 you no. want to, They want to see the person inside. They, mm -hmm. you know, they're attracted maybe to the initial you know picture of somebody but then it's like show me show me the money yeah but, but right? more yeah but prior to this i'm just saying that if you think that being well arranged or not will make a difference it's not true because we're going we go even just physically we go after your mascara we go after yeah. your do we go after your blouse yeah we go yeah. after well. you so I <laughs> you mean, go you go right through it you're, exactly. you're, you're, you're superman so, vision right now yeah. Well, yeah. you know what okay. i mean okay <laughs> i don't think that's what he meant but yeah but, well, well, but, a little little bit. but i think that's on the other hand the man needs to do just a little bit of effort you know you don't want to look like you just took out the trash you know because it tells a lot also if you didn't take one second just to kind of look good it's like saying i really don't care about this well, exactly. and that's you what know? i'm saying it's, it's just it's just like put yourself together that's what i'm saying just put, put yourself it, together put it's it together yeah, yeah just good, a little bit you know? because yeah. really i could go on a date in my pajama pants but it's probably not a good idea unless the <laughs> well, person is it's also funny. a fan Somehow. of the doctor who which I have pants of. Um, so if oh I date a gosh. giant geek, they might like uh, my pants. They would, yeah. yeah okay, that, that's no. a whole separate show. Yes, you sorry. know what? Th this has been so much fun. And, and honestly, there is so much more we can talk about. First of all, Mark, I'd love to have you back on the show. Right. We sh really should do something. We're going to be doing something coming up um, for all you listeners out there. We're going to be doing the different stages and ages. So we're going to do a trilogy of dating at different stages of life. And... Um, Where we'd love to feature Montclasseur.com on it. You have to talk I mean, about I think it's something that we can talk about because that 18 to 25-year-old, you know, group, they're having trouble connecting. So, yeah, and you know, we're about to change a lot of things because of that. That's great. So, you know, love to have you back on. Um, I'm going to speak to Lara, and she's going <laughs> to. We're going to definitely have to pencil that in. See, I'm a matchmaker. Totally. A matchmaker. <laughs> and Annie, thank you so much for joining us, and You're we'll welcome. definitely have to do more with the two of you back on the show Yay. and um, watch for. Uh, the book coming out in English. It's yeah. going to be really great. So thank you both for joining us. Coming up, I answer your questions about dating and tell you where to see and be seen with my Solo in the City events calendar after this. You're listening to Solo in the City on News Talk Radio CJD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City and welcome again, my co-host of the month and our last show together, Anne-Marie Duprat. Yeah, I'm going to get sad now. <laughs> I know, me too. It's always, it's always hard. It's always a breakup. I'm in a constant breakup situation. I know, I But know. I will stalk you and come back. <laughs> yes, you will. You won't have to stalk me. You're going to be like out there. We're going to be friends. We're going to break up. 
but be friends. Oh, yeah, right? I'd stay friends. I'd love that. Okay, I, you know what? I stay friends with a lot of the people that I've dated. Me too. Yeah, so why not, right? Why not? We have to stay friends. Anyway, friends forever. Sure. And, and you know what? That was the beauty of this whole thing is, you know, it starts off as work, you know, related and, and wanting to really put out there what you've created in yeah. this world to inspire other people and, and to recreate your love life to make it be the one you want. Yeah. So it's your love style. And look at the friendship. Yeah, it turns into something and just like a date. That's right. It can You never know what it's going to turn into, but it could turn into so many things. Just be open. That's right. You have to be open. Anyway, so let's get down to the calendar because the, this week we have some fun things going yeah. on. Uh, Montreal single Dating, they're hosting a pool night at Le Scratch in La Salle. This is Monday night at 7.15. Do you play pool? I used to a lot. And if I, I could, I would just advise girls, go there. It's so much fun, but don't wear a short skirt. Because sometimes <laughs> well, yeah. you need to lean on that table, and that's so uh, uncomfortable with guys around. You don't want to do that. No cleavage too much, all because you're just... You're asking for the wrong yeah. thing if you're doing yeah. that. Yeah. So just, so, but yeah. it's nice to play pool. I love it. It is. And you know what? And it's nice. And guys, if you are out there playing pool with somebody, it's a great way to have that first physical contact without yes. it being too much because exactly. you can bend over and help somebody hold their cue. And ladies, by the way, I happen to be a very good pool player and I've helped a few men do that. Oh, yeah. So, you know, equal opportunist out there, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, The West Montreal 40 Plus is hosting Elegantly Yours. This is happening at the Provigo Le Marché in Pierrefonds. You can register online for this. Um, They've given us the website um, pccookingschool.ca. Great menu that you're going to be cooking. I, I love so if you don't things. find love, at least, at least you find an appetite. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we feed our appetite. If we don't yeah. feed our love life, we're feeding our appetite out there. Yeah. So on the menu for the night, uh, honey walnut salad, salmon and red peppers, quinoa. And, you know, you can have a debate on how to pronounce that. Quinoa, quinoa, everybody <laughs> pronounces it dinner. And mint ice cream. This is $30. And it starts at six fifteen and goes to around eight thirty. And then, you know, you meet somebody there you could always go out uh, for dessert or something. yeah or at least or walk off oh, the dessert yeah you can yeah. walk off the dinner you just cook together great yeah. day um then thursday night speed dating event uh this is by montreal singles also it's happening at rm restaurant and bar it's 20 women 20 men speed dating $15 and it includes a glass of wine and some appetizers and starts at 7 p.m so a lot of fun speed dating. That's a great, great price. Also, you know, a yeah. bit of food, a drink, meeting people, fifteen bucks. I, you barely get a movie for that. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't get a movie for that actually these days, um, or you have to starve through it. You can't yeah. even get a glass of water, right? Um, and then cook and date. Taste of Italy. Um, we're going to have Nona's Meatballs and Tiramisu. This is for ages 20 to 35, and that's Friday night at 7 p.m. Then another speed dating is happening at Le Rouge Bar on Saturday night at 6.30 by Elite Speed Dating. And then another one at the same night at 7 p.m. at Le Belmont, and that's by uh, Speed Dating Montreal. And if you're really fast, everybody, you can go from one speed dating <laughs> <laughs> event at La Rouge Bar from Elite over to Speed Dating Montreal at Le Belmont. And you can speed the speed dating. You, you can know, just... speed up the speed dating. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, uh, love life is speeding up in Montreal. So There's a lot to do still, a, yeah? A lot to do this week. Anyway, so... Let's get on to the question yes. for the week. So, uh, the question is, 
I think my love life sucks because I like to date age-appropriate people. I'm a 56-year-old woman and I want to know why so many men of the same age group like dating younger women. What do they have that I don't? Okay. Interesting because I've been with a lot of men this week um, discussing just this. And here's one thing. They don't have anything you don't have except tighter skin. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Um, And when I asked a lot of the gentlemen, um, uh, very specific, because that was the question on the table, is why they might date younger women, they said a lot of it had to do with um, not being tainted yet, you know, being fresh about relationships. And um, when I posed to them if it was, you know, if they were confronted with a woman of their own age group, meaning, you know, in their 50s, who didn't bring, you know, with them a lot of anger and history, if they had a fresh outlook and were vibrant and adventurous, um, and yet still held onto their, you know, their their experience of life, because, you know, in your 30s, you don't have the same experience of life that you have in your 50s, and, you know, had the challenging mind, because we, we can challenge on a different level. I can challenge a man in their 50s differently than a woman in their 30s, because we've lived the same life. Yeah. What would you choose? If I, if I could stand in front of you, a 50-something-year-old woman, being who I am, having all the same histories that we have, but was fun and, you know, effervescent and, you know, um, and same time, they, you know, caressing your, their, their, um, their malehood mm-hmm. a little bit, because we tend not to do that. Sometimes a lot of women say, you know, I don't have to pamper a man anymore. Yeah. Well, you know what, ladies, we do. Yes. And you know why? Because we want them pampering us. Exactly. You know? you, we can't, we it goes can't, both ways. It goes both ways. So I will tell you this. All the men said if they could have that young, fresh feeling with a woman in their 50s, they take the older woman. Yeah, and I, I truly believe that. And they do. And I can tell you, um, I, I, in my, in, you know, in the last few years, I dated a few men who only dated younger women. And they loved dating me because we had a lot more to discuss. We were on the same page. Yeah, so. and it's about the energy you're going to you're going to have to yourself instead of thinking what do they have that I don't why don't you just go with oh I have so much that they don't and let That's me right. show that That's you know? right. and then be adventurous be yeah. fun and, and just go with it and and we can have fun anyway this was a great show it was a lot of fun the entire month has been so much fun yes so it was I want to thank you Emily Duprat. Um, it's, it's been incredible and I also want people to know that they can read the first chapters of yes, your book on the right? Wattpad on, sorry so where can they find on you on the now? Wattpad it's a, it's a website uh, where you can actually read for free and I put the first chapters up there for free I'm going to send you the link so you can great. put it on the, on, on the page and then Uh, they can look for the book that I'm going to sell soon. That's amazing, amazing. And remember, everybody, you can now um, hear our show as well on iTunes, and uh, we're all over the place, so you can just hear us over and over. You're joining us every Saturday night at 10 p.m., and I want to remind you to keep integrating social solutions with our coaching and our events calendar and the dating site as well, because we all know it's all about the kiss. See you next week. I got a creak in my neck, limp in my step, cramping in my muscles every time I try to flex the broken.